I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Guys, welcome back to the beginner's series that I've been doing here the last couple of episodes. So we've done two episodes already. We've done your beginner lawn care setup. We've done how to get new clients. And today is kind of a tail off of how to get new clients. We're going to be talking a little bit about websites and about licensing and regulatory stuff, all right, that you might need to think about, okay? Um, I can't go into a whole lot of detail on that because each state is different on licensing and regulatory affairs, and so you're going to have to do some homework and figure out what you have to do for your state. So you're going to have to do some homework here, but you can do it. All right. All right. Before we go any further, we got to do a weather report, right? Because that's what we do here. So here in Michigan, Lansing, Michigan, right now it's 33 degrees outside. The snow is melting. Uh, We see some green grass. There's still some, uh, there's still snow on the ground, but we can see some green grass coming through. Tomorrow, it's going to be 45 degrees, and it's going to stay there through the end of next week. So my family and I, we've got some big plans coming up. We're actually going to go to the National Farm Equipment Show in Louisville, Kentucky, where the Equip Expo is. And we're just going to have a really good time. So uh, my boys love farm equipment. Um, My oldest son is 13. My youngest son is seven. I was going to say eight, but he's seven. And we're just really excited about going to see the equipment. Um, They also have a tractor pull. I'm not sure if we're going to stay for the tractor pull or not, because I think that's Friday night. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't know but it's going to be a whole lot of fun. We are just looking forward to getting out of Michigan and heading down south for a little bit. I mean, it's still going to be fairly chilly there, but it's going to be great. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. The whole family's going, my wife included, and it's just going to be a great time. So we are super excited about that. All right, guys, before we go any further on websites and stuff like that, let's play the show sponsor, and then we will jump right into it. As a lawn care provider, do you want to make a year-round income? Are you worried at the end of the lawn care season because you don't know how you're going to make it through the winter? Then you need to check out the 12-month contract from the Mowing in the Dark podcast. This is the same contract that Aaron uses to grow his lawn care business. This 100% editable 12-month contract template is available for only $5.99. The contract has rock-solid terms and conditions, so you are protected from all kinds of liability in lawn maintenance and snow removal. Get your 12-month contract at mowinginthedarkpodcast.com today. All right, guys. So, websites. What 
when you're starting out a business, it is important to, in today's world to have an online presence. So you can, you can have an online presence with Facebook. I know a lot of companies in my area that just use Facebook, but it is very helpful to have a company website. And I'm going to tell you why, because you get analytics with that. You can drive traffic to it. So like with every social media post, uh, by and large, unless it's pers- a personal post, I will add my website in there. I'll add my website in and it dry- It lets the internet know, the algorithm know that my website is getting getting traction out there. So that is something that you really have to consider when you're when you're building a website, okay? Now, I built my own. I built my own through Wix. So I say I built my own, but really, I mean, I did some things, but they had a template there already for me, and I made my own stuff and, and did all the legwork for that, added pictures and all that stuff, and I need to update it. I haven't updated it in a couple of years. I really need to update it and update the design and things like that but I just haven't done it yet. So, uh, but I did that through Wix and Wix is pretty good. Um, for your domain, you need to, to have an actual domain with your business. So mine is lansinglawnservice.com. All right. And so I have to pay 1495. I think it's a year for that. So that's super cheap, but then you have to pay for like the website hosting, and for that, I believe I pay somewhere close to $400 a year, which still isn't bad for website hosting. And you're going to have to go in there. You're going to have to do some SEO things. But Wix has an SEO uh, wizard is what they call it. And so it does help you a little bit. Now, I have heard things about Wix that they, you know, Google doesn't like Wix websites and it, it does it doesn't drive traffic to your website. And that could be true. I don't know. But for me and my business, I get plenty of traffic to my website from spring all the way through fall. So it, it doesn't concern me at all. Um, I've done my own SEO work and, and things like that. So yes, I'm sure you can get much more traffic than what I'm getting if you want that. I just don't need it. So I don't, I don't, I don't mind having a little less traffic. All right. Now I get in the, in the springtime, I get at least four leads a day that come through my website. That's pretty good. Uh, for me as a solo operator, that's pretty good. And so that's, that's what I, 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 I like it for that. Um, and then on the back end, you can see all the different analytics. You can see how many people have come to your and visited your website. You can see how many people clicked on contact us. And then of course you get emailed every time someone wants, wants to contact you. So it, it just works really, really well for me. And I, I really like the Wix websites. My wife has a business and she chose to use Squarespace or Square, something, I think it's Square now. It used to be Squarespace. Um, and I, I haven't talked to her about her experience with building that and things like that, but she seems to like it. So that's all good. It, 
whatever works for you, just go that route. If it's GoDaddy, use GoDaddy. If it's Wix, use Wix. If it's Square, use Square. If it's whatever else, use it. Even Google has free websites that you can make. And this is where, for a beginner, this is where we're going to start. Okay. First, before we even get to the website, though, we need to talk about the Google My Business. All right. So Google My Business is a little thing. You know, when you pull up, when you search a business in Google, it's going to pull up the all the businesses under that, whatever it is, if it's lawn care, it's going to pull up the businesses in that, and that little map, and then the the, the sidebar there has businesses listed. That's Google My Business. You want to be on that. It's free, but you have to you have to sign up for it, and you have to verify your address through the mail. All right. So it takes some time. It takes about two weeks to set up your Google My Business. So you need to do this first. All right. Once you get all that other stuff out of the way, like you've got flyers made up, you've got your equipment or you're planning on getting your equipment. Great. I would suggest getting clients before you have the equipment. A lot of people do it the opposite way of that. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that other than you're not sure if you're going to get clients. So maybe you should try to get some clients before you pay out money to get the equipment. But Google My Business is a great way to get yourself online. All right. I know a lot of businesses in my area that don't have a website. They just have the Google My Business and they get plenty of work. So that is the first place to go is Google My Business. All right. It's going to ask you your services. It's going to ask you a whole bunch of stuff and you could put in all the information there. And I would, I would highly encourage you to do that because many leads See, I don't know how many leads come from my, Google My Business because my website is connected to Google My Business. And so when they look up the Google My Business, they just click onto the website and go through that. And so I don't really know, but I'm guessing like 90% of my traffic comes from Google My Business. Uh, so that is where it's at. That's where you need to be first is Google My Business. All right, then you can have your phone number there. You can have your email there. You can have your website there. It is super important for your online presence to have the Google My Business because everything is run on Google today. Whether you like it or not, that's where it's at. If you're like, well, I think they're spying and holding all my information. Well, then you're going to be out of luck. You're going to have a hard time getting some clients because everything runs through Google. Everything. Google owns the internet, essentially. I mean, Amazon really owns the internet, but Google is another huge player. So you're going to have to put yourself there. All right. It, you have to. It can be uncomfortable. It can be an uncomfortable feeling to have your information out there, just like it is with me, you know, putting myself out there on this podcast, on social media, on YouTube, on Rumble. It can be scary because all your information is out online. Every single stitch of it. People know where they can find me. And so it's, it's scary. 
So you have to take measures to protect yourself and your property and your family. So that's just how, how it is. You have to do that. And so that's what it, what you do. Now, if you have an address that you can put instead of your personal address, I would recommend that. I really would. You cannot put a P.O. box into Google My Business. You, they will not let you. You have to have a physical location. So if you are renting a storage space, you may be able to use that as your Google My Business address. However, that business, that that storage space business may already have their own Google My Business and you will not be able to use their address if that's the case because there's only one listing per address. So it can be tough. It can be really tough. But you're going to have to come to the place where you're okay with putting some information out there. It's the world we live in. Most people already have that information, all right, or can access it. So just just know that you're going to have to have protections, maybe some surveillance cameras, maybe a security system, maybe a few pew pews, you know, in the in the drawer or whatever, you know, locked up, obviously. Don't don't get me wrong there, but you've got to you're going to have to have some protections in place just just to protect yourself and your equipment and your family. It, it is what it is in today's world, all right? So, that, that's the first thing is Google My Business. Now, let's let's continue on with the website thing here. So you can use whatever you want, but I would encourage you to, to get it done. Build a website, all right, or pay somebody to build it for you. Now, you can, in today's world, you can absolutely build your own website. But what I did is I, I went to other businesses that I respect that, I think are doing a great job. And I looked at their website and I said, I kind of like these designs. And then I took some ideas from that, but I certainly did not copy verbatim. You want to be original. So I did my own colors. I did my own, my own, uh, what do you call it? Um, what do they call it? Uh, copy. I did my own copy. That's the writing on, on your website. Do all your own stuff there. And, and just design it well. And then if you get to a point where you're like, I think this is pretty good. What I did is I posted it on Facebook and I said, guys, I think I posted it in a group. And I said, guys, please critique my website. This was a, a, a group of lawn care business owners. I said, please critique this, critique this website. And many people gave me feedback. And that was great. That was a great way to improve my website. All right. And it cost me no money. It cost me nothing. All right. Now, of course, the Wix website cost me something, but that's just an expense that you have to pay when you're in business for yourself. So you really need to have that online presence. Now, I would encourage you, no matter what, to be if you're going to have an online presence, if you're going to have a website, all right, all right, so you have your Google My Business, you have your website, you're going to need to be on Facebook, all right, so create a business Facebook page, that's another avenue, you're just creating avenues for people to find you, all right, that's that's the name of the game, avenues for people to find you, all right, so Facebook, 
Instagram. You can create a business profile on Instagram. But the biggest one is YouTube. All right. YouTube is the third largest search engine in the world. All right. They might even be up to number two. You need to be on YouTube. It's simple, guys. You do not have to even talk to the camera. You don't even have to be on camera. Name your YouTube channel after your business, post it up there, then share those videos on Facebook, on Instagram, and get it together. You Video is the wave of now, all right? Not the wave of the future. It's the wave of now. Video marketing is huge. All right, my buddy Cameron Duncan out in Missouri, or Missouri as he says, he is a big proponent of, of video marketing. What he does is he just takes, he'll he, yes, he's on YouTube, he, he films full-length videos, but he'll take a snippet of those videos and he'll speed them up. And it's like a before and after. They're like maybe 30 seconds to a minute long. And he might put some text over it or whatever. And then he shares that on Facebook or he'll share it on Instagram. And he's gotten work from that in his area because he's doing that video marketing work. And it really doesn't take that much time to, to get yourself a cheap tripod with a phone holder, set it up. You can take however much video you want to take and then you can edit that down just right on your phone. You can do this and edit that down into a minute or 30 second video. Speed that thing up so you can actually fit in about four minutes of video into 30 seconds or a minute. And people eat that stuff up. They see what you're doing. They see the equipment you're using. They see the, the end result. And people love that. All right. So that is the next, that's the final step. Really. When you have a business, you've got to market it. Now I am terrible at this. All right. I'm terrible at it. I need to get better at it. I, that's one of my goals this year is to get better at video marketing, just putting my work out there. And so that's what I'm, that's one of my goals that I'm going to be attempting this year is to get myself out there with video marketing. Cameron Duncan is amazing at it. All right. He does a very good job. All right. I do a lousy job. All right. I, I do a lousy job of video in general, <laughs> but guys, that is something that is huge for your business. All right. Now let's transition to the licensing and regulatory affairs stuff. So in Michigan, I can only talk about Michigan because that's all I know. All right, so in Michigan, you're going to have to go to your state's website, or in my case, Michigan, the state of Michigan website, and you're going to go, and here in Michigan, it's called LARA, L-A-R-A. So I go there, and then you just have to search through all their document stuff. Michigan's terrible, by the way. I mean, they're one of the worst states for organization. And so it's it was difficult to find. Thankfully, my wife worked at Lara for about six months, and so she helped me find this stuff. But you're gonna you're gonna want to find where wherever it is, if and you're gonna need to search out information. Does my business need to be licensed? Do I need to have different licensure for different things? Does my state collect sales tax on services? 
all that stuff. You're going to have to figure that out for your business. In the beginning, this is the hard part of starting a business is figuring out what you have to do for your state. All right. So for me, I had to go online and I had to download a document and then I filled out that document as best as I know how, because in Michigan, again, our documents are confusing. They give no instruction. And so it's very, it was very difficult. So I, I filled this thing out with my wife's help. All right. I filled it out and I sent it in four weeks later. I believe it was, they sent it back and said it was incomplete and there was no reason why. They didn't give any information on what was incomplete about it. They didn't say anything about what was missing. Nothing. It was just incomplete. So then I had to do it again. And I got my wife's info, you know, help again. And she helped a little bit more. And I sent it back in. And they finally accepted it like two, three weeks later. So it is important to get that stuff right and get started on it now because spring's coming. And if you don't have that, you can potentially open yourself up for like litigation and things like that. So you want to be registered as a business in your state. Then you want to register yourself with the government, the federal government. You got to do that. So you got to register yourself with the federal government. And it's just, it's a whole ball of wax, but you have to go down that rabbit hole. You have to jump in with both feet and figure it out. Now, you can always go to something like Rocket Lawyer or something like that and pay them to help you through that process. But if you're short on cash, which many people are when you're starting a business, you can do it yourself. It just takes effort and it takes work to figure out the steps. All right. You can call your whatever your licensing licensing and regulatory affairs department is called. You can call them, ask them what they can do. You can go to their website. Maybe your state is better than Michigan. Michigan is terrible, like I said. So you're just going to have to figure some of this stuff out and it's tough and it's time consuming and it's hard, but you can do it. All right. Don't get discouraged. I got discouraged when I was doing it because they kept sending stuff back and I'd fill it out again and send it back and they'd send it back again and say, it's not right. And it was just a mess. It was a mess. So you got to start early if you're running to start a business and it's going to cost you some money in Michigan. It cost me $50 to register my business. All right. With the, with the federal, I'm, I don't remember how much it cost me, um, maybe I didn't even have to register it with federally because I think maybe the state of Michigan did that for me. I don't remember. It was, this has been nine, almost 10 years ago now. So I I don't really know, but you've got to get started on it now. All right. Now in your state, it could be way more money to register a business. I've heard of up to a thousand dollars to register a business. So it's important to get it done. You have to get it done. All right. And then once you get that done, then you're going to have this feeling of, all right, now I'm in business. Now it's official. Another thing you're going to have to do is look wherever your state might have it, or I think it's federally, um, you need to do an entity search. Does any other business have your name? 
If they do, you cannot use that name in your state. So you're going to have to do an entity search to see who has your name or whatever. I did that. My business was going to be called Lansing Lawn Care. And many, 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 many people call me Lansing Lawn Care. But my business name is officially Lansing Lawn Service LLC. The reason I had to do that was because there was already a Lansing Lawn Care. All right. Now, granted, the owner of Lansing Lawn Care passed away my third year in business. And uh, the wife of that, I believe of him, I believe sold the name to someone else. So there's still a Lansing Lawn Care in my area, but it's Lansing Lawn Service and Lansing Lawn Care. So I had to use something else. So instead, I didn't think about lawn maintenance. So I did Lansing Lawn Service. And it, it, it helps people, your name helps you, um, helps, helps people, I'm sorry, helps people to understand what you do. So instead of using your name, I would highly encourage you to use the name of your community, whether that's the community that you live in, like a subdivision, whether it's your town, like I did, I used Lansing, whether it's, um, a certain area, there might be a certain area, or maybe there's a river that goes through your, your area. You could name your business after that, um, something, but don't use your name. Why do I say don't use your name? Because when you use your name, if you want to sell your business someday, nobody's going to want that name. Nobody, nobody cares about your name. All right. You personally, you need a business name. All right. So you need to be a, an official business. And, and that means if you're going to be an official business, you need an official name, not Aaron's lawn care, or I, I, I don't want to pick on it, but Brian's lawn maintenance. You know, he's said in the past that he, he would have done it differently if he, if he would have known. Um, so I, I'm just kind of picking on Brian there, but um, you know, or Fred's lawn care, whatever. You don't want that because the the new buyer of your law of your of your business may not be Fred. All right, we have this. We had this where I grew up, um, in a little town called Clarksville, Michigan. All right, and there was the the trash service. There was um, Les's trash service, and so. Les's was known in the greater area because he worked in the greater area. So he covered several towns in our area. He recently just sold Les's lawn or lawn, Les's trash service to a huge business called Granger Trash Service or Granger, whatever, just Granger is what we call it. And so they did away with that name. They don't care about Les's, Les's trash service, but they had to buy the name, I guess, or they really bought the equipment in the business, but you, you get what I'm saying. So yes, the business name will affect the sale of your business a little bit, but they can change it if they want, or they can bring, bring you on that name under their umbrella or whatever. But I would highly encourage you to pick a professional business name, all right? Not not your name, 
not your daddy's name, not not Sutter Brothers. That's what my brother and I named our little lawn service when we were kids, Sutter Brothers Lawn Service. No, you don't want that. You want something that sounds professional. Now, Sutter Brothers is actually pretty cool. I, I kind of like that still today, but I didn't use that because I wanted, when I put my, my website online, I wanted that as part of the SEO. When people type in Lawn Care, Lansing, Michigan, I want to be the first one to come up. Lansing Lawn Service. I want to be the one to come up. All right. And so that's why I picked Lansing Lawn Service. Now, again, I originally wanted Lansing Lawn Care. That would have come up way better, but I couldn't. So the name is important. All right, guys. So all that being said, work at getting yourself online. Work at getting your business official. All right. You can get started in business and make some money before you're official. That's okay. The government doesn't frown on that. I mean, they might frown on it, but they, they give leeway there, but you need to register your business. Okay. It's important. All right, guys, that's it for this episode. I hope it was helpful for you. I hope I gave you some information that maybe you didn't know before, and I will see you in the next episode.